Hey everybody, welcome back to the Advanced Kayak Angler Podcast. Armando, you still gotta upload the new promo video, but I'll write him for that. Kurt, what's up, dude? Hey man, nothing much. How about yourself? None. I was playing cards, like separating sports cards and Pokemon cards with my kid. Her and my wife, him and my wife are off this week and I'm upstairs working from home. And Yeah, it's, it's something, but it's a holiday. It's good, man. Good, good to be around family all the time. Oh yeah, oh yeah, always, man. How's that new home treating you? Uh, well, I got well. It's kind of our old house. We left and it didn't happen, so now we're back in our house. But I got all my stuff set back up, so yeah, even more organized than what it was before. So yeah, nice are good. <laughs> Happy be to be back in a home. Feels good. Yeah. So what's up with you, man? You've been out fishing, huh? Yeah, I was just out today, man. Uh, I have uh, just been fishing on the Ohio River and just got kind of been chasing the spotted bass big time. How big do they get? Are they smaller up there? Oh, yeah, yeah. And the Ohio, the ones that are on the Ohio River are Kentucky spots. So they're really small. I mean, if you catch an 18-inch, that's like a 22 Gotcha. So, uh, yeah. Still, I'm always happy if I'm 16. <laughs> Dude, I haven't fished in like three weeks. I'd be happy to be out catching anything right now. Uh, yeah, you gotta get you out, man. Yeah. Before that yeah. weather really turns to winter. Yeah. Maybe after this weekend, I'll be able to, be able to get to get out and hit some water. But all right, let's get going. Uh, this week we have on Dusty Acker and Garrett Wade to talk about how to pick a trail which ones to fish what's going on guys hey hey hey! good evening so we've never had either one of y'all on the show before uh we'll do some introductions if people don't know who you are uh garrett we'll start with you the man with all the giant trophies in the back yeah yeah uh i don't know how i ended up with that many it's like i feel like i hadn't done that great but yet i have a pile of metal behind me so i don't know how that worked i need to mix it up though they're all black so maybe i need a couple blue ones and a couple hoagies back there that i need to work on but yeah i've got a bobcat neck there i found that one on the side of the road that's <laughs> no bitching i don't have a bobcat it would not make with cool the walmart i was like oh cool bobcat they would be mounted tell everybody who you are man hey, do you, you travel for work huh uh yeah 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 i work doing um subcontracting for t-mobile so uh, I travel uh, kind of a little bit of Florida Panhandle, a lot of a lot of time in Louisiana. But gotcha. Yeah, I, I see your videos or, or your Facebook where you're down a mobile or everywhere else. I, I didn't know how you traveled around so much, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most, I mean, most of the traveling is fishing, but um, we we cover from Destin all the way through Louisiana, and for whatever reason, I'm never working in the mobile area. But um, mm. they always have me stuck in Louisiana, which is good because food's good in Louisiana. So. I don't, is that where you're from? No, no. Oh, okay. You well, you pronounce it right. I used to live over there, Louisiana. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Louisiana. That's right. Dusty, how about you, man? Hey, yeah. Um, from uh, Chicago, Illinois. You know, Dusty Acker. Uh, been on the national kayak scene for five plus years now. Just grinding away. Um, looking forward to. Uh, what amounts to a little break, I guess. The season starts right up again, if you ask me, in a blink of an eye, uh, at the end of January. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, full-time kayak guy. Um, you know, the ins and outs, the highs and lows, and and then that's pretty much that. <laughs> yeah. And it used to be a teacher, right? I, I did. I was a teacher for uh, over a decade, uh, just outside of Chicago here by my house. Yeah, it was, uh, That was quite the grind, <laughs> speaking of grinds. I believe it. Just got tired of dealing with them little bastards and said, no, yeah. that's actually the the truth. You know, it sounds like, it sounds cliche or like we could laugh it off, but yeah, I got, I got tired of that scene, uh, after a while. I mean, it went, it went, it went great for a while in all seriousness. It went great for a while, but, uh, last couple of years there were a struggle and I, and I kind of knew it was time to get out and, uh, there's, you know, really no regrets. Yeah. Okay, man. Well, that. Thank y'all being on. Kurt, where where do we even start this? It's it's hard. I was thinking about trying to find a starting place of how to have this conversation, and I don't even know. It is kind of a, a hard place to have a starting point because, I mean, where does anyone really decide to pick to start doing national trails? Like, on a regular basis, not just like, well, there's one three hours from my house. I'll go check it out. A couple of my buddies are going. But when do you make that decision like, hey, 
I, I'm going to hit them all or I'm going to hit seven or six or, or make a schedule of some sort. I mean, well, you, you know, it's, it, Kurt, it's, it's kind of funny, you know, you and I, you and I have that experience, um, with the fact that when you consider national trail, um, several years ago, it was pretty much, you know, it was pretty much one, there was one national trail you considered and, and, and now there's, um, there's, there's tons. We, we have so many, so many options. So we're sort of in a different kind of, you know, pickle, if you will. So, um, with that being said, with like so many different options, um, like you were just kind of getting into, you know, uh, obviously finances, time, um, what you do for a job, um, what you want to do, uh, versus what you think you can do. And, um, you know, I guess what you're willing to, to bite off and chew, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, I just, I honestly, I, the first, my very first kayak tournament was a national tournament. Um, we were at Lake Eufaula camping and somehow I found out they were having a, a Bassmaster kayak event there. And I never, I didn't even know that was a thing. That was like three years ago. And I was like, well, daggum, I'm gonna come up here and, and fish that one. I mean, I fished Eufaula a few times. I'm about four hours away. And I went up there, came in fourth, and that was all the hook that I needed to just jump in with both feet and go for it, you know? That's yeah, pretty good for your first tournament. Yeah, I mean, I've won one nice in a Bassmaster. That's pretty good, man. That's yeah, really, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I had, I got on a good shad spawn bite, and I had my four fish in like sixteen minutes. And then, uh, as everybody knows, with a shad spawn, it just died after that. And then about one o'clock, I finally picked up keeper number five to, to sneak me into that fourth place spot. But um, yeah, I, I missed uh, I missed a blue trophy in my first tournament by like half an inch. So, 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 Garrett, let me ask you: um, were, were you like prior to that? Were you like active on social media? I mean, have had you had a social media account just as a person for a while? And had you been aware of like the like the kayak scene and like kind of you know what it what it had been doing prior to that? No, no, I had no idea. Oh, nice. Same, same with me. Same with me. Yeah. So I I bass fished like in my early twenties in a boat and then um life happens i had a landscaping business and as you know we had our first kid and i kind of had to step away and i took about 10 years i didn't fish at all um concentrate on the work just doing the family thing and then uh about i don't know seven or eight years ago it's like i need to get into fishing again we we live we have a lot of brackish water a lot of salt water here so i bought a bay Mm -hmm. boat and did that for a year or two and then bought an offshore boat and we snapper fished out of that for a summer and uh it was a pain to find people to go because i always like to go during the week yes and yeah you know, just launch a 24 foot boat no it's not something you want to do that and go 30 miles offshore by yourself oh. um so i found there was a local kayak club uh mobile bay kayak fishing association they did ma- mainly just saltwater stuff and i was like i'm selling my boat i'm buying a kayak and i'm gonna fish their little local stuff and uh I did that, and and like a couple months later is when we took that camping trip to Eufaula and found out that they there was actually like legit bass fishing out of a kayak. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. So that's what's got that. That's the first event that got you started. But what was the when was the decision to chase a national trail? Uh, to, to do more than one. Yeah. So I fished that one, and I was like, well, that was a lot of fun, and then um. They had another Bassmaster that same year at Pickwick, and um, that's within driving distance. So I went and fished that one. Um, I cut a check at that one too, and then um, I squeaked out a check in that one too. I squeaked out barely. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, I found the uh, the online KBF state challenges that uh, I didn't know that was a thing either, and I was like, well, this would be cool. You know, I can just go fish when I want. You know, pretty much where I want. And, uh, did really good that like two months in a row. And I was like, well, crap. So I got looking and like, they had a whole AOI schedule and stuff where you had to like fish a certain amount of tournaments. So I was like, well, I need to, you know, fish one more of these. And they had the weekend warrior at the time. So I need to fish one of these. And, and then I ended up like with three, I think I had like three first place and a second place or something, something along those lines. And, uh, so I was like, well, I guess I need to go fish the championship and at Caddo. <laughs> And, uh, went out there pre-fished for like three days and, uh, I had a, I mean, I had a great tournament. I came in fourth place in the challenge series. I think it was like, man, that was like 250 people in the challenge series of that tournament. And it was like 350 signed up for the, the actual 
national championship. I came in fifth place for that. Mm-hmm. That was kind of after that, that, that was the, my first year kind of dabbling in it. And I was, so the next year I was like, well, I'm just going to go for it and just fish, you know, fish as many tournaments as I can get away with. Yeah. You know, it's funny. We, we, um, I had a, I had a long break in between, um, fishing and then kind of reemerging into fishing too. I got into it at a young age. Ed got into it, uh, when he was what is now my age. And, um, you know, we enjoyed, uh, some of the early Midwest Bass Association and Redman stuff in the region. And, you know, we really got into it, but then, um, uh, he kind of lost his passion. Uh, I was getting older and, um, you know, graduated high school, got job and, and, and basically, basically fell out of the bass fishing world. Um, totally kind of, except for like weekend pursuits or like camping trips when I would just kind of like dabble with a couple rods or whatnot. I mean, I didn't follow like the tournament scene or like the, the lure or the lures or anything like that for like 10 to 15 years. And then, yeah, yeah, um, I, 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 yeah I got a, I got a kayak and then I, I met somebody and somebody told me all about that stuff, that online stuff. And I, I, and then I found all that stuff and then immediately had success locally for a couple of years. Uh, and then, um, of course resigned from the job and then had um the resources and the time to even entertain uh doing it nationally because it was kind of difficult with the job uh so um that, that was pretty much that i i mean i didn't really think i i sort of last this long at it but uh you know here we are ready for another uh season here in 24. cool that way so now now that y'all you you've obviously experienced guys been doing it a while you know got the trophies show for it what's oh like what's the what is the ultimate season for you like if you could picture a year and the best it could possibly go what is that is it angler of the year or is it you know going like because i i think about it, like strategy wise how's it helped me the most does it help me to catch a limit does it help me to just go for the win to go for the big fish and all of these things like i'm because i'm going back Last year I sat out. I just fished locally. Next year I'm going back Nash to fish national stuff. And it's like, do I fish a mix of events? Do I go just for angler of the year? Do I just try to win events and not go for the limit fish? Like what? Well, I, what, I mean, I think, what, what's your strategy for 2024? I guess. Well, I mean, I, I can I can certainly speak on that personally, but I think most people listening are are probably. I mean, I, I'm not quite sure, but I think most people listening aren't aren't in the you know in the luxurious position to be able to attend a lot of national events and even entertain something like Angler of the Year. But um, with that being said, that is absolutely my goal. That's 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 pretty much been my goal since I know that that kind of award exists, Angler of the yeah. Year. I mean, number one at the TOC or or, or winning. I mean, of course. That's awesome, and that I just set my goals to. But 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 come what may, when 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 I get to a tournament, it's not. I'm not sort of strategizing about you know um, too much, really. I mean, the the big picture is to get your best five come lines in, and you know the, the next day get your best five and let let the cards fall. But angler of the year is absolutely the goal, and this year. Yeah, this this coming year looks good because um, I, I for me really I love what Bass did with their schedule having five spread out. Um, the Hobie schedule looks great, but it's kind of crammed up top. Um, even difficult yeah. for someone like me going from uh, you know uh, from uh, the Harris Chain to Sam Rayburn a couple weeks later, I believe. Uh, so there's there, there's there's a way for me to kind of get my feet wet in another organization uh, and. Um, still uh make make my uh my my aim is angler of the year for hobie 2024 of course getting as high as i can qualifying for the toc and finishing as high as there and i would like a shot at uh doing the bass uh angler of the year as well um and trying to attend at least uh three or four of those five so uh for me that's great that those that those two exist yeah i think a lot of people are just happy to hit three events right along with a lot for sure yeah on both trails this year. Wait, say that yeah. again, Gert. Oh, I haven't. Do three events for ALI makes a big difference. So did Hobie go from three of from four events back to three? Yeah. They did. Yes, they did. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't yeah, I didn't catch that. Well, that's I mean, hey, it is what it is. So um if, you know if you can't make a van or if you you know if you That's kind of the That's kind of the nice thing about with our national uh trail schedules are set up is that even if you are working a, a job, if you can find a way to do three, you got a shot. I mean, you're gonna have to make those three count, but you right. got a shot. Yeah. Totally. 
Yeah, if you can, if you, I, I, guess, I guess if you can, you know, obviously you consider your time and all those things and make as many adventures as you can. But I mean, I guess another factor maybe that would be, uh, you know, interesting to talk about is, um, you know, the, the mental thing, the intimidation thing. I think a lot of people sometimes are, are, are hammers and can compete just fine. Maybe they think they can't compete or maybe they think they should stick to the local trail because of, com- for, for competitive reasons or something like that. But I mean, I, I, I would, I mean, I, I would, I would sort of squash that. I mean, I mean, you know, just as long as long as you got some rods and you can make some casts, you know, you get out there and get on some lakes and you, I mean, you never know what could happen, but, um, and ser- seriously, and that's real too. Three and a half years of podcasting, just the top three of winners with paddling Finn. There's a lot of people that win that are not like well, your everyday, you know, like y'all too. They're, you know, a guy up at Cayuga who, who wins them out of a canoe for sure. Fishing a big chopo, you know, well, I mean, it, it, yeah. it happens all the well, time. We're on the, we're on the theme of accessibility, you know, and like, you know, kind of like how, how we consider it, we you know our, our viewpoints, but, um, you know, just in terms of just accessibility for people, I mean, it, it, you can, you know, there's, there's, um, there's, there's a uh, success to be had for, for people that might, um, have reservations one way or the other. So what I, this is, and, and I don't mean to, I, this kind of the tough part of having this conversation is which, how do you find the best return for your money? Is it, I don't mean to separate it out by Bass and Hobie, but is there a way that, because Hobie is, I, I still to this day, I, I think everybody thinks that TOC, that, you know, that's the most prestigious event to get into, but maybe there's a little bit better return on investment if you were to win a Bass event with sponsors, because it ties more into the boat side. Are, well, there, are there any considerations there? I mean, for sure. I mean, I've, 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 I have, uh, you know, personal perspective, but I'd like to hear from Garrett because, um, you know, of course Garrett has a full-time job and like, our, like when you say things like return on investment, I mean, we're literally getting into finances and money. Might, um, you know, Kurt and I might have a more of a similar situation. I'm not sure, but, uh, you know, Garrett has a full-time job. So I'd like to kind of hear from him because his perspective might be a little different. I mean, it might be, um, for example, not if, you know, not as important for him to get you know, a top paycheck as it might be for me, you know, right. coming up this year. So, you know, there's, there's, there's difference that way. Yeah. I mean, I definitely wouldn't, wouldn't be fishing if I couldn't afford to, to swing it. I, I wouldn't sure. probably put myself in a position to show up to one needing to cash a check to be able to go. Well, cer- certainly not with a family. Yeah. A little different scenario. So yeah, that's, that's t- I mean, honestly, that's probably my biggest, I mean, I'm pretty flexible with work. I can fish m- most any event that I want. Uh, Bang. My biggest thing. Great job. Yeah. 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 I mean, <laughs> yeah kudos. Subcontracting, Brother. you just kind of, you know, sometimes you're really busy and you really don't need to, you know, disappear for a few days. But for the most part, I can, you know, work really hard for a few days and they they will never know I was gone. So, you know, it, it works. It works not like that, but I mean, my biggest deal is, you know, uh, juggling family time and, and the fishing, you know, but my wife's pretty, pretty good about it. I mean, I think (laughs) as long as I don't get more than about one a month, she's pretty cool about it. When it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. When you get one at the beginning of the month and the other one's the end of the month, but they're still the same month. It's like, well, wait a minute. You already fished one this month. I'm like, yeah, but Uh I have, you know, yeah, no. I have a trooper. I have a, I have a, I have a, a certified tournament partner in Maria, but getting back to, but getting back to your question though, the ROI, um, uh, you know, just tr- try to make the event, try to get top three. <laughs> Hopefully there's a lot of angles and hope that check's pretty big. Uh, certainly qualifying for something like the TOC at the end of the year for, you know, a big chunk, like 30 grand. I mean, yeah. of course that that's a considerate consideration. Yeah, championships is where you make your money. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, sure. So, uh, in terms, in terms of uh, return on investments, um, I don't know, try to get your gear for a discount, uh, try to, try to beg, borrow and deal, try to pinch a few pennies and, uh, you know, try to, try to collect some checks along the way. Um, and you know, it, there's really, there, it's really, you know, you can't, it, 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 it's, it's, it's an interesting question because in, in our, in our, in our space, you know, in this whole line of work, um, you know, those results aren't guaranteed, you know, you can work your ass off like I have, I mean, you know, and it's hard to come yeah. by wins. So. Um, it's, it's hard, you know, it's hard to calculate that investment. Like, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to work 20 hours of overtime this week. No, it's not like that. So, uh, you know, like I said, it's an interesting question like that. So playing off of, uh, Dan's question, 
is it all about return on investment or is there another aspect that drives that drives us everyone that's doing these uh national events to do the national events absolutely i know for for me i I don't really think about it in return for investment you know i'm really just thinking where are the best anglers in the world at and how do i get myself in that mix well that's your i'm I'm not really thinking i'm not really not money that that's my return exactly it's not the financial end of it so it's kind of interesting to hear like your your perspective dusty seems to be very much like how am i going to make my money back you're you're counting on the paycheck from events well, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not count, I'm not counting on it it's one sort of the perspective but it is big i mean you wouldn't be mistaken yeah. in that regard for sure um but uh you know um yeah it's 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 certainly something i have to consider yeah yeah I mean, I, th- I think, I, th- I mean, I think most people would probably put finances as one of the things they consider in even the discussion of a national trail Yeah, right? with, with, with gear, with the, with the inflation, with gear, with gas prices and, you know, yeah, for sure. So it's not anything we can bat an eye on, but it's good that you bring that up too, because there are, you know, there's, there's tons of other, you know, areas of, of return, if you will. And I talk about that often in my social media stuff. Yeah. Fishing amazing lakes is, is a big return. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. I want to fish there. Ooh, ooh, I want to fish there. You yeah. know, ooh, that looks like fun. Man. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of how I you can stand this thing happy. Yeah, I'm just asking. Yeah, that bass trail this year too. I I think Steve made the whole trail is just where can people catch the biggest fish all year long like that <laughs> that trail i mean hobie is awesome too their harris chain that's like one of my favorite places to fish but that man that bass schedule it's like going to be big fish every single event right oh yeah right. yeah Go ahead. They're, they're all i mean all the trails this year have yeah. a really good schedule um mm-hmm. you know i mean it's just a matter of picking I'm going to fish a couple of each one, you know, try to fish enough to qualify for championships and, and all of them. Um, but that's kind of my goal is to fish three of those four of any one trail and pick a litter, semi close to the house and, and work out in the, uh, the, the one a month allotment that I'm allowed to fish. <laughs> yeah. I want, I want to do five Hobie and try to do four of the bass. That's, yeah. that's, that's pretty much the general goal right now. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna mix a couple KBFs in there, see how that goes. Yeah. We'll see. I haven't even looked at their schedule. I don't I don't even know where they're going. They don't they have a, don't they have a trail championship in April this year or something like that? No, that's the so they split their national championship away from the trail championship. So they'll have the national championship in April. The national championship in April. Yeah. They did is, that on, is that on Gunnersville this year? It's on Gunnersville. Yeah, pretty much all of it's gonna be on Gunnersville for a little while until it's a good place to have it things that get better and he can start moving around again yeah but uh whatever you're sponsored by north out visit north alabama that's it helps you go have a lot of events there yeah yeah and i mean if you're gonna you know have a place that's gonna get behind you at least you got a good place to get behind <laughs> yeah that's my you know it's a great place. Deep. they have big pockets up there yeah yeah and good places fishing can draw people in oh yeah, yeah. um you know i think uh kbf is going to as Got a trail series at uh, Murray the week after Bass's there, and then they got KP. They got um, Gunnersville, Santee Cooper. I thought I had a screenshot of it all. Yeah, yeah, here I it is. Yeah, it's too wild to memorize. I, just, I have to, I have to like look. Aren't they going to St. Clair too? Uh, they, I think they said they have a northern place they're working on, but I don't know if they've said what it's going to be yet. It's not like official. I'm hoping someone has a good event in St. Clair because Bass and Hobie aren't on it. So it's like, yeah, right. I need the excuse to go up. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Yeah. There's I a like- couple of Northern places I'd like to go, but I mean, being in Mobile, it is a long drive anywhere. Up. Oh, boo hoo. Like we, we got to drive out there all the time. <laughs> all the time. I'm spoiled, man. <laughs> well, you know, it, it's funny that, you know, four or five years ago a 14 or 17 hour car ride would have just been like you know just insane almost out of the question but after yeah. you do it after you do it a few times you, you sort of right. become you know you, you you stagger it you break it down you understand the reality of it and you become desensitized to it so uh but that but that's certainly a reality <laughs> yeah 
my deal is tacking on two days of driving on the on the front end and back end of a tournament. It just means it's, yeah. you know, it takes that much hard. time on work. So yeah, hard that you, you know, you, you can only like go hide for so long before the play. Where's he at? Uh-huh. <laughs> We're always accessible. This right. yeah. strips, not too many strips of road where we can't be called. Right. Yeah. But if, I mean, I work by myself. So if I'm not actually physically doing something, there's, there's no, no production from my end. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, we, we do spend a lot of time on the road and, uh, I, w- I was thinking about, I think about that often actually. And, um, there, I mean, there's interesting ways you could spend your time on the road and there's a lot, there's a lot of resources, a lot of information. I mean, you could, uh, just so much cool shit to listen to. I mean, oh, yeah. two videos you can learn from. I mean, there's just, oh, yeah. I mean, not, not to mention like audiobooks and things of that nature, or even like call, calling people, talking to people, like investing in relationships and stuff. So much time. It's not just driving. I mean, it, you know, it is, it sucks a little bit. Ask my back, but, um, there's, uh, a lot of cool ways to look at it, uh, as a time, you know, you have some time there. Yeah, for sure. It's a lot of podcasts listening yeah, I, I, yeah, there's a lot of those. Yeah, for sure. There's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot. A little too many. A little too many. Hard to find a good one. The, um, I, Garrett, I was thinking about, there's not like a real good local freshwater scene down there. Are y'all going fishing local trails this year too? Or, or like kind of, I know with, you have like Georgia Bass Nation and uh, right. Mississippi. They, they, I think Brad Case, he only did one event this year, but there's a lot of like regional tournaments, all American. I, I guess that's, you know, that's to me because it doesn't come close to me. I think of it more regional, but I mean, they fish so, such a big area. It is a national trail. Yeah. The, um, are y'all going fishing of those as well? Or is it just kind of focusing on national stuff? No, for me, it's just, I mean, the, the big three takes up enough time. Yeah. Why don't we have time for one of them? One of them. Yeah. We got, uh, we got a local club that just started up this past year. Uh, yeah. Uh, mob town KVF, I think is what they call themselves. But, uh, I fished two of, two of those this past year. Uh, my son's 11, so he's getting into it a little bit. So, you know, that's something where I can just drag him along we can go fish and you know it's um you know the competitive part for me is not as not a big of a deal on those um so we'll you know we'll go knock out a couple of those in a year if i got if i'm home on a weekend i got time um it gives him something to do but i i I drug him up to um new river this year so he he pre-fished three days and and fished the tournament two days at, at new river this year so that was uh that was interesting with 11 year old yeah 11 year olds they don't make real good flow partners because they can't like you can't put their truck down at the end and no no i had to pick a spot and it was like this is our spot you know and we tried we we had to like decide on rapids was a bad idea after the first day of practice <laughs> That's a nutty place. I, I remember talking to you down there yeah I, there was one i was like well that doesn't look too bad and like a nice long float after that we can come back up and just drive back up and uh, I picked a spot, and I, we're not—I'm not a whitewater guy. I've never been on on a river that had any kind of rapids or anything. So oh, I'm looking, and I'm like, "Yeah, that looks like a nice, fairly, you know, clear spot." And of course, it was clear because there was no water in it. Oh. So I'm like, "Well, just stay right behind me and just don't stop." And and I make it about ten foot, and I just bottom out, and I'm sitting there, and I was like, "Oh crap!" And uh. He comes beside me, and of course, he doesn't weigh anything, so his kayak's like literally like this much in the water. And I just push him, and I'm like, just keep going. And he runs down there, and he gets past the main rapids, and he's like, yeah, I did it. And he he knocks the little magnet off of his Newport and goes spins around backwards. He's floating down the river, and the last rock, those two big rocks at the very end of the rapids, and he ended up hitting it and had the the front of the kayak on one rock and the rear on the other and water was just running under its kayak and uh i had to wait out there and drag him off of it, and i was like okay but no more rapids for us this, this was a bad idea <laughs> it could get, yeah it can get it can get hairy quick yeah yeah and moving, and moving water for sure yeah it was uh i was yeah the lord was looking after us on that one because that was definitely a boo-boo on my part <laughs> so dusty are you doing any local tournaments uh, I don't really have my eyes on any, uh, I, I, it, it, it specifically, um, there's always, uh, some interesting Michigan kayak trail events that come up that I, that like 
when I look at the schedule, when it, you know, in January, February, when it comes out, I'm like, oh, I'm definitely going to do that. And then, you know, per, if it if it falls at like right next to or right after a national tournament, the the, the likelihood definitely drops. Um, I hope I'm, you know, what I what I really um, what I really wanted to do this year that uh, I I didn't do that, um, you know, oh well, but I really wanted to was the was the uh, what's it called the no the native no the power the, the no limit no, no limit power hour <laughs> yeah 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 um, it, uh, it it came to Saginaw Bay I think a couple years ago did it come to Saginaw Bay last year it was is that Saginaw Bay la- th- this past summer I believe it was. I think it was. I think it was. They had one in Saginaw Bay, and I know Hobie's coming to Saginaw Bay uh, in August. Um, so I'm hoping they do that. I would like to kind of, you know, uh, scope that uh, area out a little more. Um, hopefully, uh, the the um, the weather dies down for that because um, some offshore smallmouth. Um, if if the weather allows for that, uh, there's 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 some awesome smallmouth uh, there. But I think um, there's, there's also some surprisingly big largemouth in the marshes in the river section too. So, um, you know, whatever. So uh, to answer Smitty's question, that's, you know, something I'd probably focused on there. Um, we'll see when MKT's uh, schedule comes up. Um, maybe hit a couple of those. Trying to find that KBF. There it is. No, it's 2023. Trying to, trying to find some schedules. The KBF one. Yeah, the KBF one's hard to find. I thought I had a screenshot of them all. Somebody posted a, an Excel spreadsheet not long ago with all of them right there on a screen grab, like most of the big ones. And they're yeah, like, not, they're all more, coordinated more and beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I tried to get a screenshot yeah. out of that. So I'm like, thank you. I don't know. I could never get. I never get around to doing that for sure. Yeah, I've got all mine in my calendar, so I'm like, I have to look. Do I got them all color coded? Oh, so that's exactly what I did. So just for just for me to organize my tackle is enough. Yeah, not a cheat, man. Can't do that I, longer in my career. I, I swore that off. I, I, I put all my events like, like green, yellow, and red. Like ones I oh, want to visit. One, I, yeah. I'm looking. I'm looking at yeah. your, your shelves behind you, and like I can see all the organization. I'm like, oh, yeah. There's a reason I'm not. Some people are organized. <laughs> I, I, well, I, it's just because we just moved back in. Usually, a little. No, I'm just. Yeah, I'm just got. But, but I am a spreadsheet guy. Like I have to have all my. Hey man, it, my base off. Yeah, it's organization is a form of control, man. More power to you, brother. Oh, I fishing. There's no control. <laughs> there isn't much. <laughs> you will eat my jerk, right? So, like, wait, is there a uh, Dusty, whenever you're talking 14, 17 hours, are there some events that you're just like, ah, it's too far? For, Unless it's a championship. I mean, is there a, like, a, like you are not going to Florida. You said it. Um, unless it's a championship, I looked at the schedule. Of this, you know, the one coming up. I, I just mentioned it. You know, a few minutes ago. I I don't. Uh, I it's like two weeks apart. I believe there's the Harris chain, and then the next day. Yeah, and I'm not sure if it's Sam. Yes, yeah, two weeks. So there's yeah. just no way. Unless, of course, I you know I lodged with somebody or stayed with somebody. Maybe I'll stay with Garrett or something like that. I don't know. Halfway, like, you can. Yeah, just ha- totally. Like, and I mean, I could do that, and, and and that's certainly an option. But um, you know, I I I I life on the road man i don't i don't really enjoy it and ex- extended versions like that i love it in in little kind of like smaller chunks uh i kind of learned a lesson that way so yeah to answer your question uh, there are some, some some events i look at and say absolutely flat out out of the question so um we'll see we'll see we'll see what it uh what it does with with the um with the spread between hobie and bass we'll see which ones i can make and which ones i can't but there's really no pressure i'm not obligated to fish any of them or all of them and that's really the beauty of it i can sort of pick and choose and i i really want to do as many as i as i can so no none of your sponsors are like we'd like you to see you in the hobies or we'd like to see you do some bass or anything uh well well to to, to be honest with you yes uh, that that actually de facto did happen uh, and and was discussed but i mean it's i i, I don't i don't feel any contractual pressure uh, uh or anything like that i mean you know on the hobie contract i know you know they they would like you to fish as many as possible and you know have have some expectations but uh but um no man i'm not uh i'm not under any you know six-figure contracts unfortunately where <laughs> you know i'm obligated this thus and that way yeah that's uh that's unfortunate it is unfortunate <laughs> let me just tell you <laughs> yeah it'd be nice to just be able to fish and not have to work but you know well i mean i well I, it, it's 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 funny because i am in that position i mean sometimes when i'm feeling down and bad about things i'm like well hey wait wait a second man you do have some cash you know you got some savings you're 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 doing this you're, you're right. making some income and you know it's kind of you know it, it's not that it's not certainly how you thought it was it's certainly not the whole dream but it's pieces of the dream and it's really freaking cool 
Uh, and it's really, it's really good to look at a lot of the, uh, to look at it positively that way. Is there, a, do you feel added? I'm sure you do. I'm saying this, but like whenever you're at national events, do you feel added stress from sponsors to, to perform or I to put that stay up. around for that, stay around for that second day whenever you sucked it up on day one? Uh, I, I would never leave. I would never leave. I, I might, I might throw a fit. I might throw a fit on day on, on, you know, that night. Or, you know, like tell Maria, pack it up, we're gone. But I mean, I would, you know, she, she's like, you're full of shit. She's like, yeah, oh, yeah, you, you always say that, <laughs> you know, I wouldn't, I couldn't possibly do that. Um, so, uh, no. And, and any pressure I do feel is all self-manufactured. Right. If anything, if anything, if anything, my sponsors are so cool. They got me no matter what they believe in me. They send me supportive texts. It's if anything, you know, they walk me off the cliff. So very cool. Sounds like you're aligned with the right companies. Oh yeah, for sure, man. I mean, I, I, yeah. I mean, could you? Well, unless I was getting paid a hefty chunk, man. Yeah. Other than that, I wouldn't take anybody's crap if they gave me some crap about a bad turn. I'd be like, "You do this shit. Come on down here and spend a few days and show me what you got, homie." <laughs> right. <laughs> you yes. know, a lot of a lot of people hate. You know, the people that hate, they're sitting on the couch <clears throat> nonsense. Yeah, your chick ain't big enough to tell me what to do that much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is there one event that y'all? What's that one event next year y'all are looking forward to more than any of the other ones? I'd like your talk. Uh, I don't, I've got a couple of them that I'm really looking forward to. Um, I'm looking forward to getting back to Gunnersville um, after after that one I had a couple weeks ago. Um, the Harris Chain, I felt like I figured something out on Harris Chain last year, and the weather blew in, and, and I completely changed my, my game plan, and it, it bit me in the butt, and I had a really good day, too when I went back to my original game plan. So I'd like to get some revenge on that one. Um, and then, uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to, I hadn't been to Logan Martin, but I'm really looking forward to Logan Martin and, uh, getting on some of those Coosa river spots. That's about four hours for you, right? It's not too yeah, far. Four hours. Yep. Yeah. I'm from Biloxi and I live in Birmingham. So I'm, okay. I, I can yeah. know your area. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, it's, um, Logan Martin should be good, especially earlier in the year. I mean, it's going to be very similar to the event, the bass event. If well, the end fish that one, but the you know, yeah, it's, it could be a lot of rain, which really affects it. So yes, that's true. Yeah, last time, very transitional like a time of year. Yeah, yeah. last last time they there was so much rain where I was at got blown out after phenomenal pre fishing, and then they opened the floodgates and. And they shut off in my area. And that was one in the lower section. So, right. We'll see. What? When was? When? When's Logan Martin this year? When is that? Uh, April. I think. Yeah, April. April, April late April, right? March, April. March, April, something like that. Oh, it's the end of March and early April. It's it, it's earlier part of the year. I don't have it March right here. Night. There what it is. It? March ninth and tenth. Oh, so it's early March. Okay. Yes, yeah, so it's early March. All right. It'd be like pre-spawn. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let me pre-spawn for Logan Martin right then. This is Mar- early March is pre-spawn. Still, I don't. I'm guessing. It, I guess it is shoulder. Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna depend. There it might be smack dab in the middle. Yeah. yeah, there there might be some spawning, but it's if I had to guess, it'd be mostly pre-spawn. Yeah, if well, I had to choose one person, Chuck, Chuck Wise, I'll I'll say it right now. That guy's going to win it. So. I know we gonna listen. So that's my buddy. <laughs> hey, we, we had an event this year. My Iron City kayak anglers. We fished there, and he destroyed us all the same time of the year. So he's a he, he's so good on it that he posted that video on YouTube. He took down that video. Ah, uh, so you, know, you can find it on YouTube now. What's a bummer? All my good research. You show, you show, yeah, no, uh, yeah, not his own juice. That's all. Yeah, I was, I was sitting as soon as they announced it. I was watching it, going back and yeah, right. So, I, I I don't fish like he does, so. That's cool. We all have our own awesome. ways, I suppose. Yeah, definitely do. I'll be, I'm looking forward to the Harris Chain for sure. I think that's a that's a great place to have a kayak tournament. Just great water yeah. and scenery. Yeah. A lot of it kayak conducive. Um, I'm, I'm also so big. It's so big yeah. too. A lot of yeah, early early in the air. It it'll be different exactly. this time. Should be all spawning, right? Uh, probably. Yeah, I don't know the moon phases. Moon might be pre spawn. Man, moon phase. Moon phase is dictated. Uh, obviously, some you know some weather can have some influence. Yeah. But for I mean, for me, I, I got to see if I can get out of my driveway. Sometimes I can't even get out 
like the like uh, I got a my kayaks are in the alley, so like if the snowplow comes down and like there's ice or something like that, I mean I'm I'm literally might not be able to get out. So sometimes I'll put the like Duke is kind enough to let me put the kayaks in the in the shop there for like two or three weeks just in case a snowstorm coming. What's ice? Shoot. <laughs> I, I, I'm yeah. actually down on Harris Chain Brutal. that time of the year in like 2013 for a Bass College event. And uh, day one, we did okay. Day two, we went into this canal, which everybody's going to be in canals that time of the year. We went into this one canal, and it's like five of the top 10 boats were in there. It's like mm. we would, you know, we had went in there during pre fishing. It's like, that'll have so, so close. Yeah. Yeah. And then watching the video later of them doing it, it's like, oh, yeah. It's funny how you you'll a lot. I mean, there's some tournaments where you like the top ten, everybody's doing something completely different all over the lake, and it's it's cool to see those because it's like, okay, well, that just goes to show you you can just about do anything that's your strength. You just have to figure out yeah. where that's going down. But there are definitely times where you know four out of the top five will be fishing in a little circle of each other, and it just yeah, yeah it works out that way sometimes. I'm looking forward to the Harris chain big time. Last year was a lot of fun. So yeah, it's a, just a fun place to be. And yeah. we get, we get out of the upper Midwest, you know, yeah. nasty, nasty weather in January and gives you a good chance to go catch a big one. Oh yeah. You know, sure. You, you have a good chance. Yeah, you're always fishing yeah. you're, during that week. Yep. Are Ewing not Owen, not, uh, Nolan. I'm sorry. Hey, he won it this year, right? Ewing. Hey, he's well, he was, yeah. Yeah. Want to grass with, with Jordan Marshall right next to him. Yeah, small, yeah, small area, yeah. I think that's a sore subject with Jordan. <laughs> it is. Totally. It's like a total, reverse, a total reversal of the season. I mean, if Jordan gets those big bites and wins right. the Harris chain or, or, or Ewing doesn't and, you know, falls to 10th or 15th or whatever, however yeah. that works out. I mean, it, I mean, it's just, it's kind of, it's kind of crazy how at the end of the year that stuff all boils down to, to a few, ca- a few casts here and there. Yeah. One fit, one fish here and there. It's like, yeah. gosh, you, you just... I mean, it's so damn cliche, but you, you just have to just like yeah. do whatever, whatever it takes to one little bear away the line. Just yeah. looking figures out and the other person, yeah. like, really, that was, that's what, what it was. Yeah. Like, well, it just, it, it just happened. Then I figured out that, that that was the deal, you know? So it's the little things. Oh, that's, what's interesting at this level of competition because everyone is so close. And everyone is trying really hard, right? So there isn't like these big variables and like, well, I'm just a weekend warrior. Everyone's pretty much coming to a Hobie or a Bass event yeah. to throw it down, totally. you know? So the differences are just so slight, you know? It's just like you woke up and you decided to drink an extra coffee and that's what made the difference. Right. Yeah, you know, you turn left, not right. You, you know, who knows? Well, well, le- left, not right. Probably a little, little more, uh, you know, a little more consequential than may- maybe you know the diet that Smitty was talking about. Although that's pretty important too. But man, those those launch decisions, those those late night, you know, do I want to turn off the hotel light and go to bed, or do I want to look at this map a little bit one 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 more time? And those those left or right decisions, uh, you know, so to speak, uh, ha- are are huge. They're huge, certainly. Where to where to launch? Where, how much time to spend in your area? Things of that nature, for sure. What 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 do y'all think is the biggest thing that separates the weekend warrior from uh, like the talent level of of y'all versus you know? Well, someone on someone on y'all's level versus someone who's trying to I, make it to your level. Well, I, I I think that's the easier question to answer because because in my in my in my opinion, it, it's time on the water. It's time on the water and experience because it you know, this this person has the weekend. I mean, that's great in of itself, but you know doing it sort of full-time spending 250 days on the water. I mean, dude, it's hard to even, it's hard to even describe or even tell somebody what you've learned. I mean, it's hard to even absorb it yourself. I think the more interesting question is what separates the people that Smitty is referring to, man, you know, the talent level is not separated by a lot. I mean, you know, of course you have some, some hammers that stick out in, 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 in our space, you know, like people like Russ, uh, et cetera, et cetera. But, um, you know, what, what, what is that? Set, what, what you know what does what is that separation between people that are pretty much really close you know to one another or you know practically equal in any given tournament and you know there i, I, I think there's there's a lot of variables i don't think that's any really one answer um but uh you know of course your your, your attitude uh your your mechanics um your 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 
your, your preparation techniques and your, your execution of that preparation, your ability to adjust within the hour or within the day, um, your decision, a, a, a huge, and I, and I, I know I'm starting to say a lot of these things now, but there are a lot, I think, I think one, a huge one for me is, um, the adjustment from day one to day two, if there's one to make, like, I mean, I can make them, but sometimes it's a little late. Sometimes it's not exactly what, what needed to get the big bite, but adjustments, uh, from day one to day two, I think are really big, kind of like halftime adjustments, um, in the NFL level with teams that are pretty equally matched. I mean, that's when coaches really come into handy. So I think that's a big one. Right. And I think a lot of it is, you know, once you spend enough time on the water, you know, you start to learn that like the fish are not always biting. So you might not be doing anything yep. wrong. Cool. Uh, and you know, a lot of times it's like, once you've kind of dialed in a little bit, like what you feel like working is to have that confidence that this is what I feel like is my best shot to get bite. And at some point, this is what's going to work and not getting spun out and, and tying on everything in the box going, well, I wonder what they're biting. I mean, they might not be biting anything, you know, and just sticking in the water that she knows good water yep. and, and sticking with the baits that, you know, you know, is eventually going to get the bite, you know, you yeah. make little tweaks on, you know, the retrieve of your speed or, or how long you let them sit or something like that, you know, or, or they may have moved from the, the front of the dock to the back of the dock. You start to learn those little things. But, you know, for the most part, I think that's that's really what makes like people like Russ as good as he is, is he's not out there just doing off the wall crazy stuff. Yeah. But his arsenal of stuff that he is good at, he knows he can get bites and he he just breaks down the water and he just puts his head down and, and he fishes, you know. And it, one of the things out. One of the things I think that separates like the weekend warrior guys or, or, or people who don't necessarily hit the national level stuff as much, they might only hit one or two, is confidence. Because everything that you guys just said is 100%, I have confidence in going out and fishing this way and finding the fish. And I think that's what really separates the, it gives the weekend warriors, once they have some success, yeah. turns them into, I'm gonna, I think I can, I know I can, I'm going to go do it. You know, they start, they start making those commitments to those longer drives. Right. You know, where they might not originally. It's nice to, to build that confidence. And until you, you know, what you're doing works out and you get a little success, you're, you're always going to be second guessing yourself and, until that happens. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah it's really, I, go, oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to just uh, finish that by saying, I mean, kind of summarizing what you guys have said is you know, really the difference between kind of thinking about something and actually doing something is just a little confidence. And, you know, sometimes it's just that, that, you know, that little taste of success that kind of leads to that, you know, that bigger realm of confidence for sure. Right. Whether it's somebody that's just getting out on the, the, this is going to be their first year they're going out to a national trail or somebody that's been doing it for a while. Is there some kind of road trips you would tell people like, uh, you know, don't stay at holiday in or I, I don't know what whatever like maybe, uh, money saving, maybe it's money saving tips maybe it's doc talk don't listen to the guys in your house or what oh well i mean there's so many of them i mean you just mentioned so many different interests we, we could have a podcast on one of them yeah oh yeah uh um i mean i, I know i can't listen to doc to other people it just I, uh, doc, doc talk is probably so, doc talk is probably something universally you should just kind of you know let let go in one ear and kind of out the other. I mean, I I think I think I think so. I mean, if yeah. you're really if you're really kind of on edge and listening to what other people are saying, that's probably because you're not confident in yeah. either. Or you learn to pick out the the clues in the doc talk, and not and, like and, oh, yeah, everything exactly. what it is. But exactly. there may be like little things that you're like, okay, well, I'm gonna look into that. Totally. You know, not the whole thing that they're doing, but like between the lines of their conversation. Yeah. Yeah. All the small things that you kind of start to pick up on. You you had mentioned Dan, you had mentioned um you had mentioned uh like um uh, your money saving tips and whatnot. Food prep is a big one for me. And and Smitty mentioned diet in, in like terms of what you I'm I mean, that's not something I'm I'm I, I blow off. Like the diet I think is kind of important. Food prep for me is important. Um I'd rather prep my own food and kind of be prepared that way because I enjoy it better and it's, it's you know, it suits my body better and then you wind up saving a ton of money because of course, 
you know, dining out on the road is awfully expensive, but, um, that is all that, that that's also a big part of it. There's some great places to eat. So sometimes you don't want to miss out. I mean, Garrett, I, Garrett and I have shared some pretty good eating experiences, but, um, I often write about it. I often uh, find that that's one of the more enjoyable parts of the whole experience finding uh, a hidden gem or a great restaurant or some great food. Um, right. You know, uh, Dayton, downtown Dayton, where we just were with the Hobie TOC. I mean, that, uh, the, the Mexican food at Dahlia's is, is pretty good, but the barbecue at Momo's is fantastic. Um, and, uh, as far as recommending, like you had mentioned, as far as recommending, um, road trips or certain places, you know, uh, for, for me, for, for a person like me, uh, growing up in Chicago and in, in the, in the Northern places where just getting around regionally, there's some iconic lakes and some cool places, but, um, really, you know, it wasn't until like five or six years ago that I first started venturing way down South into the deeper South into places like Alabama, Florida, Georgia, Mississippi. Um, that's really cool too. That's a really, for me, like geeking out with Bassmaster magazine as a kid. But growing up in a city like Chicago, I mean, that was like fantasy land, getting down to some of those iconic lakes. But really what I would recommend for people are trips out east uh, to see old America, like in the Ticonderoga and Cayuga uh, and, and, and the Susquehanna River. Um, you know, you would you would ask previously what we were looking forward to in the schedule, and I think bass is coming back to the Susquehanna River, if I'm not mistaken, next year. And I'm kicking myself, I'm kicking myself for missing it this year, but I, I'm looking forward to that because there's some really cool um, vein, if you will, of travel um, out east. It's just, uh, it's just, it's just, it's just old rock, old country, old America. I really like it. I oh, you know, one, on a family trip with yeah. that one. Like they come up and fly up, and then I drive back and go to Hershey and yeah. What, what, good stuff. I mean, I know I'm talking to a southerner, and I and I, and I know I, you know I, we have some southerners here. But one thing I just want to add about um, that it's 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 not terribly related, but I do want to add. I think it's important. Um, you know, uh, growing up, there were there were, there's so many stereotypes uh, about southerners. Um, you know, the way the way they're depicted, the stereotypes, um, the accent. Uh, you know, just, just, you know, just that whole thing that you get when you're from one region of the country. And in my experiences, man, dealing with the people down there has been nothing but a good thing. The most politest, nicest people in the world totally defy the stereotypes. I mean, politics, of course they exist, but by and large, they're, they're put aside. People just kind of focus on what's important to them locally. Uh, and it's just, it was really cool. It's been really cool interacting with, with that slice uh, of America for sure. So, you know, when you talk about things like recommending road trips and whatnot, it's dude, just have a smile, be nice, talk to people, listen to people, go, go in the local shops and the, in the small places and like support those people and, you know, listen, you know, talk to them. It's, it's really cool. Uh, totally cool part of the experience. Yeah. Yeah. We made a trip a couple years ago. It wasn't a fishing trip, but uh, me and the family, we took our camper. We went all up the East coast, went all the way to Maine and then came back out 17 days. And, uh, you know, it's, it's cool when you, you get out to some of those areas and you start meeting people and how, you know, running to people that are really nice. And you're like, this is not really what I expected or, you know, totally. We went up to, to Maine and I'm like, these people aren't Yankees at all. Maine, you know? They, you, you go so far, they become something else. I don't know. It's just good characters. Maniacs. Yeah. Characters. Yeah. It's like it turned into country. You know, once you got, you know, really above New York. Yeah. I would advise don't come through my my part of town. And then making road trips just to avoid Chicago. I don't really have many kind things to say about the drives through Chicago. I mean, if you want to stop and spend some time here, world-class museums, restaurants it's a world-class city without a doubt but man drive through just go try to go to wisconsin you want to get to lacrosse or wherever you're going you know just avo avoid chicago it's not a pleasant place to drive through i avoid chicago people. and they're all called holy if show if if otani goes to the cubs y'all have even more I, people coming i i it will, we're, it's going to fill the bleachers. I don't think they had a problem with that to begin with. I don't think that's a championship piece. I mean, I know he's like two players in one, but they're better off getting, you know, some court, some bullpen or another starting, you know, just, just, just different stuff, man. That guy's, what if he gets injured? Then, you know, it's like a billion dollars. Half a billion, half a billion. Yeah. Go on. So how do you, I think this is something I miss out on whenever I, I'm pretty hardcore. Like I, I get focused in a tournament. Like I, I miss a lot of the hang. How do you, and some people are all about the hang. Like they want to go out to the bars and hang out. And, oh, yeah. and if I were 22 again, I'm, I would maybe, be maybe, 
Well, not maybe. If I was 22, I would definitely yeah. be the derelict out till five, shrugging off 24 beers and probably winning tournaments. Guaranteed. Because yeah. that's how it was when I was young. Now, how do you find the balance? Yeah. Well, there's no balance now. Now, two beers, I'm tired. Now, after like two or three beers, I'm like yawning. There's no way I could even get drunk because I'm like passing out before that. Maybe we'll have, like, Marie and I like to celebrate with, like, a beer or maybe, you know, maybe a, a one with a, you know, a, a couple over the course of two or three hours with dinner or something like that. But, um, yeah, during the tournament, alcohol, for sure not. You know, I had an interesting talk with Garrett, too. I, I think it was with Garrett. I think we ran into each other somewhere we were talking. Um, but um, last year, uh, I made the conscious decision to actually um, – kind of chill in a hotel with like, you know, myself or like with, with my wife and just the dog and just sort of like, um, get, get out of a lot of information, get out of, of, of a busier zone of a lot of talk and, um, a lot of interaction and just sort of kind of have that, have that, um, you know, sort of peace like that. And I, I, I really found it beneficial. Um, I mean, uh, you know, there is certain doc talk you do want to kind of be around because if people are going to be, you know, t- talking about what didn't or didn't work for them, those are pieces of the pie. But you really, for me, I like to just do my own thing. And, um, it added to a lot of consistency this year. I probably fished as consistent as I ever have. I still didn't get that big, you know, check, but, um, that really not the point. Um, consistency is what you want. That angler of the year is what you want. Um, I think if not for, um, some super charges, but like by people like Jackson and Ewing, I mean, I was right there. I was six and angler of the year with the kind of a chance if other people faltered, but that's what you want to do. Be consistent as a tournament. Yeah. I usually mix it up throughout the year. You know, my family will go with me on some events and it'll be kind of just us, you know, we'll do dinner when I get off the road, get off the water and stuff. And, you know, I might see everybody once during the week. Uh, and then other times I'll, you know, stay at the house with everybody. So, you know, I kind of mix that one up a little bit, but sure. You know, usually by 10 o'clock, it's still time for bed. I usually try to plan like one or two nights where I go out and have dinner with my friends. Right. And that's like my social time at these events. Yeah. That and that check-in, right? Because when you're sitting around a check-in, you're seeing everybody and you're talking. But, you know, you know, there's certain guys that we all know that, like Dusty said, they're out drinking. Till early hours in the morning. <laughs> hey, more power, hours. More power to them, man. I mean, if that, I, yeah. that, I mean, that's I haven't. If that's that's just I, I, I couldn't handle it. I mean, I, I, I know all about uh, enjoying yourself out of town at the bars with a few drinks, but um, it's 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 business. I mean, it's it's business for me. It's yeah. business trip, mo- mo- most. Yeah. All right. You but, got anything else for him, Kurt? Oh. Uh, one thing. So what is your guys' least favorite thing about traveling to big tournaments? Hmm. Least favorite. Man. I know it's kind of negative. <laughs> uh, I don't really have a lot of things that I don't like about it, to be really honest with you. Yeah. You know, there, there's some things that get in my head, like, because right before the tournament, I get real excited. I'm like, heck yeah, dude. I'm, you know, this, you know I get pumped. And, um, the ride down is always usually real kind of joyous, actually. Um, uh, I, I guess, man, I guess when gas prices were like over four bucks, that kind of sucked. Mine are a four dollars because I drive a diesel, so. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, that, that, that started, that started to get like really like, oh man, is it right. really going to be that much in, in gas? God, yeah. that kind of sucks. There, there was that, um, uh, you know leaving chicago going out of some of these some places there's really not a lot of good places to stop and eat until you get like eight to nine to ten to eleven hours away from chicago and you can get in some interesting local stuff because i don't know so um that's kind of one of my least favorite uh you know some of the, the some of the food options you know aren't aren't great they're like fast food mostly um i think you just talk bad about all ohio kurt <laughs> well, somebody was somebody was ran somebody. So hold on, I mean, I got to take a stance here. Somebody was ran raving about Skyline Chili. I had, I thought it was garbage. Oh, so, so I was like, oh, wait, I thought this was supposed to be like really, really good chili. It's like, it's like super. It's chili. not chili, man. It's terrible. Everyone, everyone who who comes out of town who gets Skyline, they're like, they're expecting like regular chili, right? Yes, beans, uh, that's onions. Cool. That's cool. Yeah, it's nothing like regular chili. It's totally different. Oh, I don't know. I guess God goes Kurt, known for its pizza or whatever. Uh, you know, for me, it, it's it honestly is food. 
I just hate when I'm when you have those long drives and you're just eating garbage food all day. You know, yeah. when you're driving all day, a twelve hour day in the car. Yeah, that's you know. Way. You try to bring food, but that only gets you through six out of the twelve hours. Oh, yeah, you know? absolutely. How's that sandwich? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. My yeah. for Yeah. Sorry. No, I will camper a lot and like that really cuts down on what we can go eat. You know, like I have to get on I get on Google Maps, I'm like, all right, what well, has a big parking lot next to it or, or something like that? It's, it's a that's always a challenge. The ride the ride back is a little different. Um I mean of course if you had a better tournament, the ride back's yeah. typically better, but in, in regardless of you know, your standings, usually you've been grinding for a week or close right. to it. And my lower, the lower back, I mean, I mean, I, despite a lot of like stretching, a lot of activity is still, you know, kind of a drag. So, uh, I, I mean, the last thing I want to do is ever, ever, you know, ask Marie to drive or make her drive, but sometimes she's got to simply got to take over the wheel for, for two or three hours. And I'm just so grateful because literally, you know, I'm like, I, I, I can't really could do it. I like pull over and sleep for a little bit or transfer it out. Yeah. Oh, okay. well, actually, actually, really for me, it's the drive back, man. If I have to work on Monday, oh, that's a two day tournament. You know, I'm night. driving back from your yeah. or something. That's like unsafe. In 10 hours. That's like unsafe sometimes. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I have, yeah, I have found myself nodding off on, on several occasions. Uh, never fell asleep at the wheel, but like, you know, definitely getting that, getting that eye shut for half a second, second, you're like, whoa. Yeah. yeah. I, I've definitely been there. So. Um, that is absolutely, I mean, that's like the more serious part. That's not just something you kind of don't like. That's just something you gotta, you know, sort of be aware of and be safe of. It's always safer to just, you know, take a nap for a little bit, you know, be a little right. late. All right. Well, we want, uh, we appreciate y'all being on and want to give you a chance to shout out any sponsors, anybody that makes fishing easier for you. Here, how about you, man? Uh, yeah. So, uh, I got, uh, the code lithium is, uh, awesome to us. Stormy really takes care of us on, uh, batteries and, and lodging in a lot of places. Um, dugout bait and tackle is new for me this year. Um, you know, I've, I've always got online and ordered stuff from them anyway, and they've always sent it to me quick, but you know, this year I'm, I'm on their team. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, Hobie eyewear, uh, picked them up this year. So that was some glasses that I already like, I love their glasses. And, uh, so it was a, a nice fit to, to be able to promote them. And, um, then I've got, uh, Gorilla Grip gloves has uh been been some really good gloves for me and then other than that i'm just trying to rock the youtube channel i've not i watched your videos from the toc man great great channel thank you yeah i've it's, it's finally starting to get a little you know uh traction a lot of people that have, have have given me some really good compliments so it definitely uh keeps me going because you know it's not always the uh the views that you think that you know your content is worth oh uh, yeah. But, you know, when the people that have seen it are like, hey, man, it's really good, you know, you're like, okay, well, eventually it'll get there. So, what's the name of your YouTube channel? It's for everybody. Okay. Yeah. But uh, it's it's something I enjoy doing. You know, uh, when I get into the tournament mode, you know, I kind of, um, you know, it's it's nice to be able to sit there and talk to that camera. And, um, oh, man, for sure. You're not ever by yourself. So, it's 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 a lot of fun. Cool. I tried to yeah, I'm gonna... name, but I hadn't done that yet. Nah. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Dusty? No, th- th- thanks for having us on uh, tonight. I really appreciate the opportunity to talk. I mean, I could sit here and talk for hours for sure. You know, you know me, but um, I just like to thank everybody in the kayak scene, uh, everybody along the national trails, everybody that participates, uh, everybody that's listening. Of course, the people that that support me, my sponsors. Uh, of course, uh, Garrett and I share a couple sponsors there in Hobie Eyewear in Dakota. Great people, great products. Of course, a big shout out to Catch. Big shout out to Hobie Fishing, AFCO. Um, yeah, just. Uh, uh, a, a wonderful little space to be in, man. Great, great little community. Really is. Cool. The community is really where, where it's at. It is, man. I mean, I I, I know sometimes people I, uh, roll their eyes at that word, but uh, it's absolutely true and real. So yeah, neat, neat. I just went back and fished a boat tournament with a buddy, and I don't ever want to go back. It's it just <laughs> like you fit. You show up. You're in a boat by yourself. You fish. You weigh in. You leave. It's like there's no community it, yeah it's right it's totally different I, I really i really do enjoy kayak fishing oh that's something that's crazy about like the group that we fish with i mean you can run into somebody a ramp that you somewhat kind of know and uh it could be a two-day event you're day one and they just crushed them and they'll sit there and you know 
tell you like all kinds of stuff what they were doing because they're excited about it and it's not like you know everybody's trying to like cut each other out or keep like these huge secrets you know there's enough mutual respect that nobody's gonna go get on each other's fish so you don't feel like that need to <laughs> really you know have- yeah I, I shared nag pounders with uh rolando this past toc yeah yeah, well, I, sh- I basically, sh- I mean, yeah, we were basically just kind of like hopscotch in the point, but man, uh, you made me a believer in live scope. That's for sure. That dude is, yeah. he is lethal with it. But, not, not him. I mean, of course, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a non-believer at all. And there's, there's no hesitancy whatsoever. As soon as I get it on, I want to learn it as, as best I can. I'm looking forward to that opportunity, but, um, I, I guess, I guess more accurately, the straw that broke the camel's back is kind of what, what, what he did because I, I needed that fish. <laughs> I needed that fish. Now it was, it was, it was almost within my reach. It's, it's a great, it's a great story. Probably take a half hour to tell. He had big fish at a tournament, right? Uh, that was of the whole ter- tournament. Yes. And yeah, yeah. I think it was, uh-huh. it was yak year. The uh, checks were by the day. It was big bass of the day. Oh, so. okay. Uh, he got it for the overall tournament, which wasn't awarded because he got it for the individual day, day two. He caught it. Yeah. Gotcha. Cool. Well, we appreciate y'all being on and, uh, we'll see y'all again next one. Thanks for listening. All right. Thanks. Thanks.